Salt the rim, salt the rim, orange peel, lemon, lemon. I'm the sports boards bartender, <laughs> and I'm serving up a cocktail of sports talk today in this episode of Sports Boards. <laughs> Ashley, welcome to Sports Boards. <laughs> welcome, Ben. <laughs> Thank you. You are serving sports boards realness right now absolutely i'm serving we are both serving sports sports realness Mm -hmm. and we can't wait for the realness in this episode it's great it's great (laughs) the realness level on this episode is high yes uh but before we we keep it high we keep it high and we do not stop Mm -mm. but before we get to this episode Ashley, we are in what a lot of people call are the dog days of the sports year yeah we're the in, summer and the sports year. We're in early They're August. Doggy. Mm-hmm. Their doggy and this doggy bites. <laughs> oh, ain't that the truth? Yeah. <laughs> if you know what I'm saying. It's the time of year when really the only sport going on in any substantial way is baseball. Yeah. And it's kind of the most boring part of the baseball season. I mean, it's it's like right before things start really heating up. Yeah, exactly. It's the calm so, before the storm. Yeah, absolutely. I don't really have many solutions i don't know if we need to fix it i don't don't even think think it's i don't think it's even a problem but i can see in the future things changing there are a few basketball tournaments going on there's the basketball tournament that that is happening now um on es i think it's on espn probably yeah and then there's a three-on-three tournament with ice cube which i think is starting soon which is televised kind of fun basketball stuff but there's also, you know, football training camp, which it's just a matter of time before they start televising all these training God. camps. God, yeah. Yeah. So, but is there anything else that they could put? Any other sports they could jam down our, you know, disgusting, already <laughs> filled throats? Well, I mean, I think the best part about this month is that you can have a little me time. If you're a sports fan... Do you really need more things going on and more things to pay attention to? I know I don't. I would like August to be about vacations and then baseball, which is it can be a vacation in and of itself. But also uh, uh, many soccer leagues start in late, later August. So that's something to look forward to, too. You know, you got things going on, but in the early the early days of August, it's a little like, you know what? Let's just all chill. Let's lay out on a beach. Let's have a radio. Let's listen to a baseball game. Let's you spend some I mean? time with our families. Our kids are going back to school in a couple of weeks. You this were is counting the time. down. Yeah. yeah. And kids, spend time with your friends. Bike around the town. Don't be inside watching games. Yeah. Don't be inside watching, you know, sports all all the Come time. Uh, <laughs> it's sick, I don't know really. if anyone does that. But just in case you do, stop it. That's all. That's all. <laughs> so let's talk about this episode. Yes. We had... Such a very fun and, oh man, what a great guy to talk to about sports. Just and a great guy in general, Yoni Lotan. Yoni, you know him from all sorts of stuff. He has had a number of viral videos. He's appeared in Above Average videos. He's appeared in Funnier Die videos. He's appeared in The Chris Gethard Show. He's appeared in Rough Night, that movie, if you remember that, from 2017 last year. 
He's uh, he's all over the internet and truly one of the most fun people to talk to truly. in the world. Another episode tied for first. We talked about his hometown, mm-hmm. New York Knicks, and yep. his hometown baseball bro, Derek Jeter. DJ. Jeets himself. Jeets. and Yoni's got so much great stuff to talk about with the Knicks and Jeets and the Yankees and just being a fun-loving sports fan. So great to have Yoni here and discuss New York sports fandom and what it meant to him because New York is different than other places. New York has two teams for everything, you know, and for the most part. And so people are different fans for different teams. Like you have Mets fans who are also Knicks fans and Yankees fans that are Nets fans and like, you know, vice like hockey, blah, 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 whatever, football, who cares? But anyways, it's always nice to talk to a true New York sports fan and get their takes on things. Yeah, how does one city contain so many There's teams? so many teams. It's crazy. And everyone has their take on what kind of fan uh, they are, whether they're blue collar, white. It's always like blue collar, white collar, isn't yeah. it? Like... With these New York teams. The story of New York City. Yeah. Blue collar totally. v. white collar. And Yoni's got a lot to say about that. And he as does. well as he many also other showed things. up in a full uniform. No, wait, just the jersey. He did show up <laughs> in a Knicks jersey. <laughs> he was fully prepared, walked in with a Knicks jersey, and it was incredible. Yeah, <laughs> and sorry we don't have photos, but no if, photos. If you have photos, comments, questions, or anything else you want to send us, please feel free to email us sportsports at gmail.com or at SportsBorts on Twitter. And pretty soon, we're going to have a freaking Instagram Oh, my account. God. Can you believe It's just it? at SportsBorts. That's all <laughs> I mean, you need to do. Of course it is. Yeah. We picked the right name for social media. That's I'll right. I'll tell you what. We did. And, <laughs> baby, it feels good to not have any numbers behind your <laughs> social media handles. No numbers, no characters. Thank you. So without further ado, people, if you're listening to this podcast, turn to someone that you love, whether it be your lover your friend, your family, or even your little pet. I mean, even if it's just the, the guy in the car next to you, because we're all in this traffic together. Absolutely. You know what I mean? We're all in the traffic of life together. Thank you. And on that note, this is Sports Welcome to Sports Boards. Thank you. Welcome to Sports Boards. It's lovely to be here. And we're sitting next to one of uh, the top guys in the land. Yep. Yoni Lotan. What's happening, Yoni? What's up, Boards Nation? Yeah, Boards Heads. Boards Nation. (laughs) Speak up. Let me hear you. Rise up. Hashtag rise up. (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag Boards Nation. Hashtag Boards Heads. Yeah. Uh, Rise up. my favorite type of meat is board's head. Yeah, board's head <laughs> ham, board's head roast beef, board's when head turkey. When I go turkey. to go to that bodega, I'm yeah. only eating board's only head. Only board's. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it's delicious and nutritious. It's only the <laughs> finest cuts of meat. That's mm-hmm. board's head meats. Uh, guys, it is truly an honor to be here. I am so excited because I was thinking about this on my way here. I love sports. I love sports so much. And I'm very excited to talk sports. Like, <laughs> I just, aren't they great? <laughs> They're the best. I'm always shocked when. Well, I, again, like there's other things that I don't like that people are like, shocked that I don't like. But I'm like shocked when someone doesn't like sports because it's just 
like live stories. It's like a story that's happening in your fucking face. Yep. <laughs> and like, and there's like, and that's, I mean, we'll talk about it. I'm sure we will. But my favorite thing about basketball, which is my favorite uh, sports sport, is that I think basketball, more so than other sports, has very vivid characters and they put a lot of attention into like this is this per- this guy's personality and this is how he plays and a lot of how he plays is about who where he came from whereas like in baseball you know they give you it's like don't shave your goatee like that yeah. oh yeah that's the worst like it like baseball would be so much better if they were just like you know what guys be you take your hat off let's see those hairdos (laughs) and i have actually been fighting for this This, and ashley will vouch for it i've been fighting for not to go on too much of a tangent but i've been vouching for baseball players taking their hats off if they want to for years oh my god because of that like some of these guys have cool hairdos let's see them let's show it off like like uh, i can't Bryce Harper. Sure. That's he's a, got a weird That's the go-to. Haircut. That's the that's, go-to for hair. I mean, because he's like the, the, the leader of this movement. You yes. Know? Yeah. The dude's like dying to just like be personable. It's like, please look at my goofy hair. Look at my yeah. goofy facial hair. The Reds have this pitcher, Luis Castillo, who has the wildest haircut. And I'm not sure... Like, I haven't seen him, like, styled it, but, like, when he takes his hat off, it's, like, smushed. Mm. But he's got, like, <laughs> shaved on the sides and just, like, wild, wild do. Uh. And, man, I just want to see it all the time. I want to see it while he's slinging fastballs. That's a cool idea. No hats. Yeah. Why, but, why are they so strict about hats? Because it's, like, history? Yeah. I, I mean. <laughs> I, I Honestly, tradition. Yeah. that's That keeps everything in baseball. And like function. There is obviously the function of oh, like. Oh, sure. Because the sun. sun yeah. yeah. You're outside. It but is. they have sunglasses for that. Another place you can show off that personality. Oh, that's true. By wearing some weird <laughs> ass just, sunglasses. It should be optional. It should be That's what optional. I'm saying. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. Imagine like like big goofy novelty sunglasses. <laughs> Like Pratis. Joey Votto with like, yeah. with like, <laughs> oh yeah, Joey Votto tipping with, down the sunglasses with those like uh, sunglasses that have like um, like skulls. Like if you like look at the right angle, like you oh, see, yeah. like, I, like <laughs> or the red and blue, uh, the separate lenses, oh, yeah. one red, one blue. Yoni, your mom is a very incredible fashion designer who Thank I love you. and respect so much. Oh, very cool. She's amazing. Yes. She should start the baseball fashion glasses mm. movement. Now, I don't think she does sunglasses, no. but here's an opportunity. My mom <laughs> is Israeli, and I really don't think she knows the name of a sport team. Like, Oh, a sport team. She, like, she I, doesn't know the New York Yankees like, after living in the, New York I'm for sure she, years. You know what? I bet you... And like again, I'm a big sport. Like her son is a big sports head. Like yeah. constantly talking about sports. But like, the I mean, if hey, sports heads, if you're listening and you're Israeli, you get it. Like Israeli <laughs> parents are just like not in touch with like American like sports culture. Gotcha. My dad. Actually, Good to know. Well, my dad. My dad. Uh, my dad's a big sports head. Uh, so that. That follows suits. Dads tend to be sports. Yeah, heads. yeah. Dad's a sports head, but he's like he he's not like a Knicks fan. He's okay. like 
He played uh, professional basketball in Israel, which no. is cool. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's a fun fact. Hey. Oh, he was wow. on the bench. <laughs> hey. Still. You got a jersey on? You're and, playing, baby. And like back then, it was like, not, it, like as professional as like a, but it was cool. And I, Whoa. and that was like a thing that was like, oh, hell yeah, dude. That's awesome. And Amazing. I wore, I wore his number. In like in like you know leagues and stuff. Proud sure. fifteen. <laughs> Very nice. Good to know. Good to know. <laughs> fifteen is such a funny number for someone to have. I don't think anyone in the history of it, sports that I know of has wore fifteen. It is <laughs> such a funny, awkward. No- oh, I, this is a good sports combo. Is like I love how certain numbers look. You know how like certain numbers feel to a player, and fifteen is such an awkward like. It's hard, hard yeah, edges. It's a little boxy, and I think Carmelo Anthony wore fifteen in college, and in on the Nuggets. But that's the only famous fifteen I can think yeah, of. Yeah, I can't think of one famous fifteen. I'm trying, and I can't think of one either. I'm sure there's what? a. I'm sure there's a Hot. football player too. Yeah, wears fifteen. Like yeah, a, like a slot receiver. Yeah, they have smaller numbers, right? Also, tight end. Also, question. They have, bigger, they have higher numbers. Go on. In football. I always never knew if this was like a, a rule thing, but I feel like it changes. Like, are certain positions assigned certain numbers? It's, no, a gr- it's a grouping of numbers, I believe. Right? I yeah. feel like quarterback but is always one, single two. Single digit. Yeah. Yeah. But then you have like. Or 10. Or 11. Or 11. I think like Alex 13. Smith is 11. Or yeah, there's a 13. But Dan it's Marino. low. Yeah, it's low in yeah. the range. Yeah, I'm not sure because I don't think that's a rule. I think it's just a general like grouping. I could be wrong because, like, you know, wide receivers, AJ Green is number 18. That's what I'm saying. Oh, that's true. That's weird because that's most of them wide are receivers high up are like there. in the 80s. Yeah, usually. they're in the 80s. Yeah. And all those, like, linemen are just like in the 50s. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, give give, them, give them the 50s and the gar- 40s. <laughs> well, they got the widest numbers. So, like, they're <laughs> yeah, 55, true. which is the wide, widest. I'm sure, and, and AJ Green might have requested, but I'm sure they allow requests if the number is available and not retired. So maybe that's why. And maybe yeah. some, like, emotional, like, reasoning right or tradition yeah. or just some way to like group jerseys can in you, the in when they're doing the laundry or whatever yeah. can you guys name a number 23 in football because um, that's a huge number for all children right yeah that's, yeah. that's, that's the jordan number. it's the jordan yeah. number so in basketball of course it's taken all the time yeah but but in football in football do you have one or? no i can't think of one i was just thinking now because 23 is the is there definitely 20? the most popular number What's a famous 23 in baseball? I can't think of one either because yeah. 25 is such a big number in baseball. Oh, yeah. Why? 24, 25. Yeah, I think well, baseball rarely goes above like 32, I feel like, for some reason. They're always lower numbers. And they then, got... Aaron like judges, the Yankees like, have like a million retired numbers, so they... Well, they, that's, that's, yeah, that's a special go to 99, case. Which Aaron is Judge. such like a... Like, that's why like the fact that Aaron Judge, who's like a physical massive human being his number is the biggest number yes ever. i love that so much very he's a big he's a yeah. big guy yeah what a guy what do you well think? yoni Truly let me not to i don't want to uh we'll cut this off because i will i would love to circle back to just the original comment about how sports are so <laughs> fucking great to talk about it's so great you're just coming in hot <laughs> And just saying exactly what the thesis of this entire <laughs> podcast is all about. And I love it so much. So we got a lot to talk about. What we oh. usually do to get started is, uh, Yoni, we ask you your history in sports. So mm. like what you played as a kid, what you enjoyed as a kid, who you're a fan of now, like you, anything uh, that has to do with your sports upbringing. I love this question. 
Uh, thank you so much for asking it. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm here to ask the tough but fair question. And also, while, while you guys are here, I just want to say thank you to the listener, wherever, wherever you may be. Yeah, in a car, in the gym, at home staring at a wall. It doesn't matter. I wonder what is like the most unique place a person is listening to this podcast. Like, oh, That's when? a good question Can for the listeners. Can tweet at us yes. where you're listening to this if it's weird? If it's weird or if you, it's or not if it's weird. Not. I Hashtag don't care if it's fun. not weird. Hashtag like weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag <laughs> weird boards. <laughs> hashtag oh, weird boards. That. Or just hashtag weird. I'd love to just check on that weird hashtag just, like just to see what's hospital happening. Hospital bed yeah. or like or like in the middle of like a <laughs> like a cornfield yeah. or something. <laughs> uh okay, so my listen no, okay, this would be the best. If you're listening to this at a screening of Ant-Man and Wasp Girl <laughs> while you're watching the movie, that would be the weirdest place. This is hashtag uh, weird boards, uh, Ant-Man and Wasp. <laughs> is it Wasp Girl? Is that what it is? Wasp. Wasp uh, Woman? Lady Wasp. Uh, God, they uh, who, all sound it does truly not, terrible. It yeah, truly it does not matter. Major shout out to Marvel. Uh, <laughs> But I just, okay, so my history with sports. Uh, I grew up in North Jersey, just twenty minutes away from New York City, in a, in a town called Tenafly, and a very sporty town. I'm talking like you got your teams and everything, and obviously, as a kid, it's like a it's like a means of like getting to know friends. And growing up, uh, the teams that were big were the Knicks, the you know the early '90s. Knicks. Oh yeah. Uh, this is, uh, I would say, more than any other team, the most influential team in my sporting life. Uh, it was the team. I I have a vivid memory of. Uh, there was a game between Reggie Miller and the Pacers against the Knicks, and he scored. I believe it was uh, thirteen point no eight points in thirteen minutes to win the game. Something crazy like. Oh, in, oh, I'm sorry. In 13 eight seconds. points in 13 seconds. Yeah, yeah he yeah. scored eight points in 13 seconds, and I remember crying. And oh. I remember, like, I remember, and I think about, it, I was like, "Wow, I can't believe I cried." <laughs> I was like, "This is fucking asshole." <laughs> I didn't say fucking asshole. Yeah, yeah, uh, <laughs> little five year old, you know what I mean? <laughs> no, I suck my ass. You fucking piece of shit. <laughs> Yoni, eat your graham crackers Shut up, and go Bob, to bed. Where's my fucking gushers? Yoni, <laughs> Yoni. Oh yeah, that was my butler. Yeah, Yoni, <laughs> Mr. Yoni. Um, so uh, yeah, so I grew up uh, watching the Knicks, and then of course the the Yankees were were uh, coming to town. The Yankees were the Yankee team, uh, and it's funny because there was a real like. In my area, there was like a kind of like a social class situation where there was like, like the like more blue collar uh, families were Mets fans. Like all of my friends who were like blue collar were kind of like Mets fans, and all of my friends who were kind of like higher, like, like the richer Richies. people, were kind yeah. of Yankees fans. And like I don't know why that was. I feel like there was something about like people just like these Mets because at that time the Mets were the Mets. Yeah, I mean the Mets are still the Mets, but they were just like rugged and and just like these people lose, and but they still like work hard. Yeah, uh, and I remember like think and like my family was like kind of like in between, uh, so, like at, at that time. So I was like, I don't know who to vote for, but my uh, uh, I went to a Yankee game uh, with some friends, and I was like, 
I all lo- Yankee Stadium. Oh yeah, was the fucking bomb. Excuse my language, but I remember it was also my first baseball game. So I think that's what did it for me. I was oh, yeah. like, I think I'm going to be a Yankee fan. Plus, it didn't, it didn't hurt that the Yankees were like. Well, they were on the rise at yeah, that point. At that point, they were on the rise. That was like. In the mid to late 90s. It I was guess. like 95, 96 is when I became a Yankee fan. That was literally the like, that was when it started. That was like. What was Jeter's rookie year? 95? 96. 96? Okay. So uh, Jeets is um, coming up in the minor leagues. And little Yoni. Oh, little man. tiny And, and then, and then like lucky for me, like I was like, oh, the Yankees are a massive super team. <laughs> and it's funny because like. I was not like it. It does suck. It, it did suck. I mean, I guess it still sucks that they would just buy the highest paid player, and I get it why everybody hated them. But there's something about um, the pinstripes mm-hmm. and the like, and I like I had so many good memories in old Yankee Stadium that I was like, I'm a Yankee fan. Yeah, that's cool. And I think the Mets, uh, the uh, what do you call it, the lower. Uh, <laughs> the the blue collar Mets and the white collar Yankees, yeah. I think, is something I knew of from Ohio. Oh like, yeah, Same. that's what I would just associate with them. And it's hundred percent true, at least in the area in Jersey that I was from. Hundred percent. Yeah, I, I would have guessed that. Um, do you? In this may or may not. Uh, have been the same way but i also felt the same way about the jets and the giants where the jets were like the mets so, and the giants are like so the this Yankees. is the thing because uh uh my family was like kind of like in between because i was like i had a lot of friends who were like you know from both parties uh yeah, you were a lottery a scratch off lottery ticket away oh, yeah. one way or the other well it's like you know in the departed when uh leonardo dicaprio uh is like 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 his mom was rich, but his dad was poor, so he would like switch off every. That's how I felt like. <laughs> <laughs> I was Leo, baby. Uh, but uh, so when I chose the Yankees, I remember a lot of my Mets friends were upset, and I became a Jets fan to compensate. Oh. <laughs> to compensate. Nice. So you towed the line, or you straddled the line. And it's a very, it's uh, like like you said, it's a very unique position. I am a Yankee fan, a Jet fan, a Nick fan. A New York, New Jersey Metro Stars fan, <laughs> and I ah the classic New York, New Jersey MLS Metro Stars. Oh yeah, and I was and I was never really into hockey, and I'm not really into hockey. Yeah. I do like hockey, I do sure. watch hockey because I think it's like a fun sport, but I'm I I'm not a, a hockey fan. Yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I think it's fun, but I just don't have a rooting interest. Like, I in don't ha- I don't I don't I don't feel passionate about it enough to like be upset. Yeah. Well, that's great, Yoni. Uh, I, that's what a great history. Uh, you you had some important decisions to make, and you made those decisions. Yeah, and, and you've lived with them. Yeah. And it was fun because, like, I, going back to like the Jets Giants thing, like I remember being on both sides of the argument of being like, "It's like, f- like fuck you, Yankee fans! Like all you do is get like Carlos Beltran. Like all you do is just like get like whoever's like the hot item." And then, like in the on the jet side, it's like, oh man, like we have Vinny Testaverde as our like. It was just <laughs> fun oh, to damn be on both Jets. Uh, but the Knicks, I think it's like a very like growing up in New Jersey, everybody was a Knicks fan. Nobody is a Nets fan, and I'm I sorry. Mean, still to this day, to this nobody day, is a Nets. St- fan. I know a few people who are Nets fans, but they all became Nets fans like late. 
nobody was a Nets fan. Like the move to Brooklyn or still in Jersey? Still in Jersey. Okay. Like when Jason Kidd came to town. Oh, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Right. Okay, that makes sense. When they made the, fi- and they made the finals in the early oh, yeah. 2000s, they were too. An they were good. Team. Yeah. A very, very good team. But like, yeah. I've always, because I lived in New York for a long time, obviously, and I always thought it was very funny how like the Knicks... Every other sport was split, but the Knicks was just like a true unifier. Hundred percent, even sure. yeah, whatever yeah. the Nets were doing, it didn't matter. The Knicks were the unifier till this day, and I think forever. Like I think forever, even if the Brooklyn Nets like build a fan base. If you ever been to a Brooklyn Nets game, have you been yeah. to a Brooklyn Nets yeah. game? Yeah. You could feel that the crowd is just like. People who are in town from like other countries. Yes, like, I mean people are only transplants watching their home team yes. play the Nets. Yeah, That's, a lot of yeah, yeah, a lot of visiting fans. Yeah. and and then people. I, there's a fair number of people just because there's so many people in Brooklyn. Like me and Ashley, we we would just go to random games sometimes because it was cheap tickets oh, yeah. and you can see an NBA game. Oh yeah. So there's a lot of just kind of like transplants just like wandering into yeah. <laughs> NBA games. And Knicks tickets, like the Knicks were so were at the time like so bad. And yet the tickets were like so expensive. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like the Lakers and Clippers out here. It's very similar to that. Like, yeah, exactly. There are probably thing. more Clippers fans than there are Nets fans, but yeah. everyone is a Lakers fan. 100%. And you're just trying to be a little bit different by being a Clippers fan. Yeah. We do know a Clippers fan in Glenn Boozen. She is a huge Clippers fan. So, yeah. like, she's but, tried and true. But I know Glenn, and I'm very aware of her. Uh, Clipper fandom. She's a very Her casual, casual fandom. A self-described casual yes, yes. fan. And what I love about Glenn's fandom is I think a lot of it has to do with like her like exploring basketball. I think she's yeah. just like, oh, it's fun to have a team to root for. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I support it. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> for those of you who are in the list. Yeah, Yoni was uh, slowly moving his mic <laughs> further down his body. Yeah. yeah. Well, anyway, hey, you'd mentioned the Knicks, and that's a perfect springboard into mm-hmm. me – Saying five things you need to know about the New York Knicks. Whoa. Start the music. Oh, I have to say them. I'm going to say them. Okay. I have a list for anyone out there who's a little unaware of the Knicks. I don't know who just you would who you would be, but I just yes. got it. Five things. I always do this. And feel for free to, to chat between. Okay. Yeah. Bullet so points. let's get down to it. Number one, the New York Knickerbockers basketball team was the second organized sports team to bear that name. The New York Knickerbocker baseball team of the mid-19th century were known for being the first team to ever wear uniforms. I did not know that. that? Isn't that interesting? That's very cool. Yeah. So they were just an organized team. This is well before the National League ever came about and Major League Baseball ever came about. Do you guys know what a Knickerbocker is? Yeah, it's a... Uh, someone from Holland? A New Yorker of Dutch descent. Got yeah. it. Okay, okay. Uh, and I th- and I think it's like it's like an article of clothing that they would wear or something? Yeah, the pants that like yeah. kind of puff out and are up right above the or oh, below so the Oh, so much like baseball uniforms when you have your high socks? Mm-hmm. Got it. Okay. That's what they look that's like. That's a Dutch knickerbocker. Yeah. And uh, they, uh, and that's also why the colors are orange and blue. Oh, Dutch. Oh, I didn't know that. that That's good to know. Sense. That's yeah. that will be number six. This <laughs> fact number six on this list. Uh, as we go down to number two, the Knicks basketball team is uh, one of two pro teams based in New York in the New York borough of Manhattan, playing their home games in historic Madison Square Garden. Yeah. And if you ever want to go to Madison Square Garden, I it's a very cool arena. 
but my thought about Madison Square Garden is like the cheap seats are too far away. Oh yeah, I fully agree with and you. And I've only sat in the cheap seats and they're just so far away. They're like a mile away. Uh, can I tell a story? Or yeah, absolutely. Go ahead. Uh, so I have a lot of like memorable, like, like very like s- so spon- spontaneous, 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 spontaneous. Yes, that's the word. Spontaneous yeah, okay. like magical sports moments, and one of them happened in those back seats at a at a Knicks game. I was there with my uh, friend. Uh, who was I with? I was with my friend. I was with my friend Jeremy, who's a very big Knicks fan, and we were sitting all the way in the back, and they were getting their butts whooped, like big time whooped. I'm talking like 30 points in the fourth quarter, and we were one of the only few people at the stadium. Not, I mean, not, not the only few people. They, clearly, the crowds were leaving, but we're right. like, let's just stay, keep getting drunk, and just like watch this game. And they cut to Tom Hanks in the crowd. And at that point, me and my friend just started chanting, uh, Tom Hanks, Tom <laughs> Hanks, Tom Hanks. And the entire MSG no. caught on. And everybody was cheering, Tom Hanks, Tom Hanks. And they cut back to Tom Hanks. And he waves. And I'm flipping out. I'm like filming it on my phone. I was like, oh my God, we got the whole crowd to say Tom Hanks. The next day, Blogs wrote about no. it. Whoa. Google it. The Go- blogosphere. The blogosphere. Picked it up. People reached out to me, and there's like, I, I'm, I'm sure it's the internet. I'm sure it's still up there, but it was like something about like lonely Knicks fans cheer, <laughs> like cheer for like Tom Hanks. Like I thought you were gonna say after you said they they cut back to Tom Hanks and he's on the court <laughs> dunking a basketball, wow. saying, "I am the captain now." What? I'm the me. captain of the Knicks. Yeah. I'm Tom Hanks. That's a pretty good Tom Hanks impression. Wow! Does sound like it. <laughs> wow! Oh, I'm big. <laughs> wow! I'm Forrest Gump. All aboard the Polar Express. <laughs> <laughs> All right, back to the list. Number three, established in 1946, the Knicks are one of only two NBA teams located in its original city. The Boston Celtics are the other. Wow. That's Boo. an interesting fact. So every other team has moved cities. Every I didn't re- single team. Every other NBA team has moved cities. That's uh, crazy. A, a, of the original NBA teams. Of which were? So not like obviously the expansion teams. Like the, like the Bulls are expansion teams. I believe. I think so, yeah. The Chicago yeah. Bulls are like yeah, yeah. fairly, not fair, like I think like 80s. 70 or late 70s. Oh, really? I didn't realize I gotta that. look at the Warriors and see what's going on with that. The Warriors yeah. have been around. The Warriors, used but what was the move at least? I think no, the Clippers were San Diego, the Warriors, yeah, these are of the original NBA teams. Yeah. So the Warriors may or may not have even been the original NBA team. I'm not sure. Fact number four famous Knicks players include Patrick Ewing, Love Walt him. Frazier, Willis Reed, Charles Oakley, mm-hmm. John Starks. Bernard King, Earl Monroe, and former <laughs> Chicago Bulls coach, Bill Jackson. <laughs> that was the kind of cherry-picked list. I don't know if you would make a different list, Yanni. Uh, in terms of, uh, no, there's, a, like, John Starks is pretty important to Knicks history. I don't know if you said that. I did say John Starks. Yeah, yeah. I'm a butt. Yeah, because John Starks is an interesting one because I wouldn't put him in, like, probably he's the top a- ten uh, Knicks ever, or even close to that. Yeah. But he's very important. Or whatever, yeah. For oh. 
I know what reason because of those big dunks. Yeah, but and, that, the dunks. and the dunks. But what's so funny is, yeah, he was like an okay player. He's like an yeah. okay player, yeah. but like he is for some reason like a part of the Knicks. Yeah. Uh, history. Yeah. And um, sorry, oh, no, I just want to. I, I did some research real quick. Oh hell yeah. Uh, so the Golden State Warriors were uh, the Philadelphia Warriors. Oh. And then in 1962, the same year that the Giants left New York to go to San Francisco, that's when the Warriors moved and became the San Francisco Warriors. And eventually changed to Golden State. Wow. Did they move to Oakland? Or were they oh, wait, shoot. It was 1958 that the Giants moved. In 1962, they're in the World Series. Never mind. Uh, against the Yankees. Oh, yeah. But uh, they moved to. Let's see. They just moved to the Bay Area. That's what Wikipedia is saying. Bay Area. Could have been. But they were a Philly Warriors. San Jose. Could have been San Jose. Could have been San Jose. Could have been Palo Alto. I mean, it could have been. Could have been. All right, and finally. Fact number five. Yeah. The Knicks have won two NBA championships mm. in 1970 and 73. The 1970 championship produced one of the most iconic NBA moments when Knicks captain Willis Reed, injured for game six, limped onto the court at the beginning of game seven, scored two quick buckets, leading New York to their first oh. ever NBA championship. Very strong. The Knicks mm-hmm. currently hold the fifth longest NBA championship drought among active franchises. Well, it's funny you brought up Kerry Strong because... Uh, Bella Lagosi, what's his name? Bella. Yeah. He actually came out to that game too and picked Willis Reed up too. <laughs> yes. Wait, what? Wait, Bella Lagosi. Carrie Strong. You mentioned yeah. a huge pickup. He's uh, like Bella Lagosi is an old man, so I figured he might be around for is the also, Is it Bella Lagosi? I don't know. I, think I think that that's sounds right. That's the coach of uh, the U.S. The Olympic US gymnastics team of the yeah. 90s. Yeah. Hey, listener. Let us know if that's who <laughs> it was. Yeah, please just email us, sportsports at gmail.com. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so that's that's the Knicks, uh, the, a background on the Knicks. Yoni, do you have a favorite Knicks memory to kick off this talk? Personal or, like, in their history of a... It, up to you. Whatever pops out is, like, a Knicks fan memory of yours is. Mm, a Knicks fan memory of mine is... Uh, Fond or tragic? My God, uh, all Knicks fans know this. I would say the number one best moment in, like, at least my generation's uh, Knicks fans' history is when Allen Houston hit a buzzer shot against the Miami Heat uh, to win the series in uh, 2000 or 99. The one, the Knicks, I believe that year was the lockout year. There was a lockout in the NBA. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Knicks were, so, like, Everybody's like seed was like not really what it was because they played half a season. Oh, that's right. You're right. So right. like, and the Knicks were eighth seed, and the Heat were the first seed, and the Knicks beat them. And then the, the Knicks and the Heat are a rivalry. Yes, as big, a very famous rivalry, especially at that time. I would say, I would say the Knicks Heat rivalry was my favorite uh, part about being a Knicks fan because it was like so. Like I really hated the Heat, and they would. Fight. They would physically fight. There was a and their fights were bonkers. insane. They were bonkers. Not even just in terms of intensity, because they were intense. Yeah. But they also just produced just bonkers situations with like Jeff Van Gundy on uh, uh, Jeff Van Gundy grabbing onto Alonzo Alonzo Morning's <laughs> leg. The yeah. coach of a basketball team was yeah. grabbing on onto, the ground on, the, on ground. the floor. 
Uh, and now he's a prestigious uh, commentator. There's a on special place in my heart for Jeff Van Gundy. Yeah, I love him. I he's like listening funny. to him. I would love to meet someone that didn't like him. So oh. be he's like, you so know what? sassy. Yeah, he's yeah. so sassy. sassy. He's here for the people. He's yeah. here for the people, and yeah. that's what matters. Um, and there's also a Knicks fight where um, I believe PJ, oh, I forgot his name. He was a Heat player. PJ Brown. Took Charlie Ward, who was a shorter guy, and he flipped him. He just like <laughs> grabbed him by the by like the waist, and he just flipped him. And Charlie <laughs> Ward flips. Uh, Heisman and, Trophy winner. Heisman Charlie Trophy Ward. winner. Charlie yeah. Ward. And uh, yeah, they hated each other so much. And like Pat Riley was the coach of the Heat, who was used to be the coach of the Knicks, mm-hmm. and was Jeff N. Gundy's boss. Oh. Those were the days. But so there was a big buzzer shot uh, that Alan Houston shot to win the series. And I remember just screaming and running around the house. And like, look, if you're not a sports fan and you're listening to this, like, <laughs> this is what sport, like, sports are about. Yeah. Yeah. This is what it's about is like truly getting up and running around or crying because Reggie Miller, you know, scored 13 points in 10 seconds or oh whatever my God. it was. Yeah, it's it's really nuts how it just like when you really let your emotions just have free reign. It's you don't check your emotions exactly. and you say whatever I'm feeling viscerally, I'm gonna let it out. Oh man, do you what are your do you guys have like moments like that of just like pure joy? Like just oh, absolutely. I, I think the joy ones are a little low. Uh, the number of <laughs> the, them are low from, from the Reds, from the Reds and the Bengals <laughs> and the Bearcats, but. Yeah. Uh, in the last couple of years, at least. But. And, I mean, the Giants have plenty. Yes, the Giants have plenty. Um, my moment where I was just the like, Warriors. this is and, uh, the Warriors. I mean, yeah, I, uh, I feel bad even talking about yeah, it. Yeah, but uh, yeah. <laughs> um, for the Giants, this is before the Warriors were as good as they are now. So this is my latest uh, feeling of like absolute joy yeah. was in the 2010 Divisional Series against the Braves, uh-huh. we somehow made it into the playoffs. We are playing the Braves. They're whooping us. What year is this? This is 2010. Okay. The first year they won the World yeah, Series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went to game two of that series. Mm-hmm. We got smoked. Uh-huh. And I was there to witness it. It was such a bummer. I was just like, fuck, we're not, we're not going to go through, but I'm proud of this team. You know, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Uh, game three, I was at work. I was working at the men's warehouse at the time. <laughs> Yeah, fresh yeah. out of college, yeah, say it, working yeah, at the say men's it, baby. warehouse. You guarantee it? I guarantee. <laughs> oh, I, I thought you were gonna go full. You're gonna like the way this looks. Uh, <laughs> this World Series looks. I like. I physically felt it in my body that I wanted to say it, and then I felt Ben looking at me. And I looked. And I then, saw his <laughs> eyes light up, and it was like, "Say it <laughs> once," because I've actually heard Ashley tell the story a number of times, and also yeah. I've just heard her mention that she has worked at worked men's, at men's and warehouse. Always and everyone's up. always like, <laughs> "You're gonna, ready, you're ready. gonna, can I? <laughs> you're gonna let." Just say it. Anyway, go oh ahead. So I was the um, manager at the time, and I was unable to watch the game. And this very important game, because the, the Giants were down 2 nothing, mm. easily lose this game. They're in Atlanta. I had to listen to it on a radio, old school. Mm. So I, whenever I had the opportunity, would just be in the back listening to the game. There was, uh, it was 
like classic bottom of the ninth two outs we're down one run you know like everything yeah. about it was just like Drama. it's do or die yeah. there's a runner on second i think maybe even third and second shoot i can't believe i can't remember now there's a runner in scoring position at least one yeah uh freddie sanchez our second baseman is up he hits a base hit and i <laughs> lose my mind I can't believe that we get this chance. We win that game, and then we win the series. But in that moment yeah. of just like, there are customers in the store. They need my assistance. I'm like, fuck <laughs> you. There's uh, zero no. chance. Do you like the way I look? Yeah. <laughs> Tell me. Do you like the way I look, miss? <laughs> Ma'am, ma'am, please tell me. Do you like the no. way I look? No, 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 no. Get out, get out, get out. Time to go, time to go, time I to go. I can't guarantee it. We're, I can't guarantee it. It's time to shut the store down. <laughs> We're leaving. That, that's good. Is I, there... cried. I cried a lot. And oh, that's yeah. A, yeah. So that's a, that was a high moment for you, Yoni. Mm-hmm. Do you have a particular low moment for your Knicks fandom? Uh, for Knicks fandom? Um, yeah, I mean, the Reggie Miller moment that I spoke earlier about was definitely a low moment. Uh and honestly, like for those of you who are familiar with the Knicks right now, it's a really dark period because of James Dolan. James Dolan is the owner. He owns MSG. He owns um, he owns what's it fucking called? He like owns the cable. Network. Oh, the, ca- the MSG oh, cable. Yeah, network. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He, he he owns Fuse. TV. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, oh, that's why the office right. was across from yeah, MSG. Yeah. I didn't realize that. And he's such a, like, like, it's very, I mean, we all know of those owners who don't really care or know what they're doing, but are still holding on to the, like. And New York's got two of them. They got the Mets oh, and yeah. the Wilpons. Oh, yeah. yeah they're big are, old dummies. Yeah. Yeah. Real it's dumb. like, I don't care about winning. I'm making money. Everything yeah. is fine. And, and like, it just goes to show you, like, if you have an owner who's like invested and like all about like personnel and like thinks about like, he keeps hiring Isaiah Thomas. <laughs> James Dolan has hired <laughs> Isaiah Thomas. You can't, Three times, I think. Can't keep him out of the building. Three times. Isaiah just and keeps coming back. the reason why he had to fire him was because of a sexual harassment suit. But he hired him after that. Oh, my <laughs> God. For the third time, I believe. I always thought, I always had this theory that he, that Isaiah Thomas had something on him. Like, he had pictures. Like I was like, how is this mentally possible to keep hiring this guy who sucks as a, as a, as a, um, a managerial uh yeah he was a coach and then a gm he was right, a coach too? and then gm and then i think the third job was like an advisor yeah. <laughs> oh, Lord. uh but i yeah i mean the specific sad moment is well the knicks also lost to the rockets um in the finals and patrick ewing missed a very big shot yeah, now that's see that's like to me the iconic Knicks when yeah. I think of like the Knicks franchise over my lifetime is the was it did they play the Rockets two years in a row in the Jordan retirement years? Jordan or? yeah, Jordan retired for two years. In those two years the Magic and the Rockets played and the Knicks oh, that's and the right. Rockets played. The, Magic. the Knicks were I mean during the Jordan years the Knicks were the second best team in the East. Uh and they were always like playing second fiddle too. Yeah, yeah. Well, those, I mean, that team is like, you know, the John Starks, your Patrick Ewing, Charles Oakley, Anthony Mason. And I'm rattling these guys off. And, you know, I was in my home in Cincinnati, Ohio, but I was so close to them. And what hurt me the most, because I love John Starks, too, Mm because that was like at a height of like I was in 
fifth grade or whatever it was like yeah. that's high high end like nba time for me um because i loved him he was like shifty he was undrafted he yeah. was like uh he quick all the stuff you wanted to be as as a short little boy playing <laughs> basketball and then he like went cold didn't he for like game six or seven or something yeah. and then he just couldn't make a shot yeah yeah i guess i it's funny because I can't think of a, I can't remember where I was watching that game, but maybe the reason why is because I was really distraught about it. Yeah, Aww. I can only imagine if I was a Knicks fan. I mean, we were obviously we were very young still, uh, yeah. So we didn't have a sense of history or anything like that. But I remember, I just remember. Uh, I also remember thinking deep down in my gut that they were going to lose that. Like I knew in my gut that they were going to lose that series, and it was a weird like. No, it's just weird. This is like therapy. I'm like, yeah, no, here. let it all out. This is what it is. You I, aren't the first person to say that, too. Really? A lot of, yeah, we've had multiple people come on this and is say, crazy. like, this just is let me talk it out. I remember, like, thinking and telling myself to not get too excited in a, <laughs> in a weird, fucked up, like, yeah, way. Yeah, that's a very adult move for that's a, what I'm saying. Like, 11 year old. Like, it's because also the Rockets were, uh, were they defending champions at the time? No, this is the first year. I just remember, I just remember, like in my gut of guts, knowing that it wasn't going to work out. <laughs> so I was like, just like, yeah, I don't know. I remember. So I, I remember I wasn't surprised, but the Ewing miss was definitely like not a good thing to oh, see. Oh man, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, hey, we all got it. <laughs> oh, we all have disappointments. Yeah, yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. But yeah, the Knicks, man. Well, what's your, you touched on before, but like, what is your thought on the current, this is off season 2018. What, what do you think? Uh, what do how I think? do they forge ahead into a new future? Do you think it's, it's a matter of the owner? Selling uh, I, th- I like where the Knicks, are, what, I like what the Knicks are doing now. I feel very good about the future. And I also think, and I mean, he, there's rumors that James Dolan is going to sell the team. Uh, oh, oh, like the last, three years four years he's been doing less and less he's kind of letting like other people do it and i think that's actually why they they're like slowly i mean they they suck <laughs> but, <Yeah. laughs> but there's been some bad luck too like porzingis is like an amazing he it's it's and then of exciting. course there was the linsanity uh month the Linsanity Month, which was. so you cannot, you can't blame James Dolan for Linsanity, baby, because <laughs> that took over a city. Oh, and we haven't looked back. Linsanity was such a weird, a weird time because I still am a big Carmelo fan. I'm, I know a lot of people don't like him. A lot of Knicks fans are confused about it, but I was like very pro Carmelo. And then when Linsanity happened, it was very confusing because this was like, oh. Carmelo, I don't know if you remember, was not a fan of Mr. Lin. Yeah, yeah. I think he, he, he was like, of... you're taking my spotlight. And it was like so exciting. And uh, there's a, if you recall, I highly recommend, there's a Lin Sanity buzzer shot against the Raptors. And it's a, he's like super, he like holds the ball and he shoots it and he like turns around and he's like yeah. strutting. <laughs> Uh, his thumb. Very cool. It was a very cool moment. I was very excited for sure. Yeah. Um, I have a, my funny Lin Sanity story <laughs> is Sanity. multiple years after Lin Sanity happened. I'm obsessed with Lin Sanity. I loved it when it was Lin happening. Sanity. And 
a couple years after it happened. What did that happen in like 2011, 12 or something? I, it was 2012. Because when I moved to New York and I went to a game at MSG, a college game. It uh-huh. was Gophers versus Stanford. Whoa. And I got to see a uh, Jeremy Lin poster and I, of course, took a photo Hell yeah. next to it because of Lynn Sanity. Sanity. Lynn Sanity. Yeah. Well, anyway, that was 2012. So this must have been like 2015 or 16. I was in uh, one of those stores in New York that just sells like all clothes and shoes and like in the middle of Manhattan and there's like three floors. I yeah. went to the basement and there was a wall of Lynn Sanity hats. <laughs> <laughs> a full wall of like multiple kinds of Lynn Sanity Lin hats. There must have been at least a hundred hats there and they were all like three dollars and i should have bought one to this day i don't know why because i think about it all the time is there was a wall of linsanity yeah uh what a moment of time in new york city uh oh i did a show uh for uh, hq scott rogowski wow back when before he was hq scott rogowski i did a show in which i was doing uh lin-manuel miranda but I, it was like Lynn. San- it was like a. I, I, I was doing Lynn Manuel well, Miranda. Jeremy Lynn Manuel Miranda. I think it was like yeah. It was something. that'll get you. St- you're gonna. How did how'd you not go straight to Saturday Night Live? I have no. Oh, this is oh, this character. is what it was. It was yeah. It was Jeremy Lynn Manuel Miranda, uh, and I did a I did a rap song about Rip Hamilton. <laughs> And it was like a, it was a song about Hamilton, about Rip Hamilton. <laughs> so it was a song about, wait, was it about like Jeremy Lin? It was like telling the story of, what a weird bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's so many layers. Uh, and also like two basketball players that really only yeah, that's like, like sports, like basketball fans would know who that is. Hat. Yeah. But I needed, a, I was like trying to find a costume and Scott Rogowski was like, I have a, I have a Lynn Sanity shirt. I was like, can I wear it? I still have it. You hear that? HQ Scott Rogalski. I never gave it back because it's a Lynn Sanity shirt. Dude, I am Lynn Sane for Lynn Sanity gear. Uh, Lynn Sane. I bet you, I'm sure there are, in those, uh, you know, whatever you call those Oh, yeah, those like Modells or some sort of like. Those bin, they just have bins of like hats and little basketballs and whatever. Linsanity was a testament to the like, like it showed you how hungry. Yeah, yeah they were desperate. The New- Knicks, Knicks fans, desperate till this day. Like we're we are like, I think New York fans in general. New York fans in general are because dying. Aaron Judge, it was just like, please be good. We yes. need a new Jeter. Please be good. Oh like my god. Yeah, and and also like that happens with just desperate fan bases. Yeah. Like uh, the Bengals in the '90s just sucked for the entire decade. Oh my god. And they were so so bad. And of uh, this one quarterback, Jeff Blake, uh-huh. um, came in. He was and a runner, right? Um, he was a bit of a runner, but he was known for his bombs, his long bombs. Uh-huh. Uh, and he had like two games in a row that where he threw like long bombs to Carl Pickens, uh, <laughs> the wide receiver. So sure, sure. he it yeah, literally yeah, swept the city, shaken Blake fever. Shaken. No, swept the city, and there I'm sure just shaken like Linsanity, t-shirt. Yeah, just like Linsanity, there are t-shirts and hats that say "Shaken Blake" throughout Cincinnati, Ohio, uh. and it's it just like it's the t- 
the fans were just desperate. And I think he came in in the middle of the season when we were already like one and five, and he <laughs> won like four games and then you, disappeared forever. This is open. This is so crazy because I feel like this happens all the time. Like what was it, the Dodgers? What was his name? Fernando Mania. Yeah, yeah. Like I feel like it happens all the time when a certain athlete. It's like an equation. Like if it's like a hungry city. Plus, like a specific like athlete story equals like yeah, and I think they gotta be kind of they gotta be some sort of underdog. Oh yeah, like they have to be like undrafted or how many, like how just many, unheralded. How many Linsanes can we name? It's like Linsanity, yeah. yeah. I mean, every yeah. city's got like one at least. Uh, we uh, had uh, when Tim Linscombe came up. Oh yeah, that was ours. And people, there was a giveaway of Tim Linscombe hair. That you could stick into your hat. Not his actual hair. No, <laughs> not his actual hair. Each but wig it was contained one strand one, of Lindsay. Yeah, guaranteed one hair. strand. That's cool to like, kind of just, oh, yeah, fun. just like flip out of your the back because he had longer hair. Uh, oh, yeah. And then when Pablo Sandoval came up a couple years later, uh-huh. it was panda like mania. Like That's it was so, so crazy. Okay. People were wearing panda hats nonstop. I it was love it. pretty wild. But I think like, where is he now, Tim Lincecum? Tim Linscombe is no trying out for teams, trying yeah. to well, trying to score a contract. He's my like, favorite like baseball player. Like all of player. us out there trying to I, get a job. I, I, hey, hey. We're all we're trying. All Tim. We're all Tim. We're all Tim. We are all Tim Linscombe. <laughs> <laughs> well, Yoni, that that's all. This is all that's great. It. No, that's not it. No, oh, oh no, my no. God. I just wanted to make sure we got to talk about the <laughs> second. Everyone should see Yoni's yeah. face. Yoni's I, he's so sad that the hour is up. I could do this for. Hours. Yeah, I know is, and we should. He's running around Sports Sports headquarters, uh, <laughs> just trying uh, desperately looking to for, break yeah, stuff. Looking for yeah, Yoni, could you give uh, the viewer or the listeners uh, uh, an idea of what Sports Sports headquarters uh, looks like? Wow. First of all, it's kind of like a ESPN Sports uh, Zone meets meets like a Planet Hollywood meets like. <laughs> Meets like a complete meat, meets like a meets meat like locker, a, yeah. yeah. <laughs> complete with the chicken wings and oh my God. the potato skins. There's like a signed Doug Flutie jersey, <laughs> multiple Doug Flutie jerseys. Uh, yeah, sports. <laughs> we decked out Sports Sports headquarters for you, Yoni. Uh, it doesn't crazy. normally look like this. It looks like something different every oh time. In we fact, we do change uh, jerseys out for each. That's uh, cool. Yeah. A guest. <laughs> and uh, and I could just order anything on the menu with the touchscreen. Yeah, the touchscreen oh, yeah. is There's yours. There's also games on the touchscreen. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. <laughs> and we have plenty of moist towelettes. Please do oh, not be shy merci, about using merci them. Merci beaucoup. Because we try to keep this the, this place as clean as possible. Uh-huh. And a lot of that has to do with the wet wipes. Oh, so. very cool. Got that. Um, I interrupted just to say because I, I know you wanted to talk about Jeets. I do want to talk about Jeets. Derek yeah, Jeter. Another Je- important. I know the Knicks were very important to you, but also oh, Derek I Jeter. I have a lot of Yankee stuff too, and Jeets. So Jeets is, uh, everyone knows who Derek Jeter is, right? Uh, he was a shortstop for the New York Yankees for what seemed like yeah. 40 years. Number two. Number two. Number two. Re two peck two. And <laughs> yeah, and then he had about what a five year retirement party yeah. that uh, uh so this is out. my hot take on Derek Jeter. Ooh. I don't like the guy. No, <laughs> no. I I love Yank like growing up I was <laughs> that's wild that you say that. I have been seeing you 
uh-huh. throughout New York City for Mr. Jeets, Mr. For years, and I see you, and I say retupect every yeah. time, and I and I don my cap. Let to me you. explain. I obviously like the guy. I think he's a very talented shortstop. I think he's a little overrated, but he's overrated. <laughs> he that's true. Very it's, overrated. He's wildly he's overrated. One of the, but I he's clutch, and that's why he also love is him. the physical representation of uh, those uh, those Yankee teams, and I. Uh, I just personally, there were other guys on that team that I liked way more. And I, which uh, team and which people? Uh, just I real mean, quick. Oh yeah, we got time for this. Uh, <laughs> if it's Jeter, hate. Well, I, Jorge we Posada is my favorite that. Yankee. Oh, Jorge, Fantastic that's player. a cool uh, favorite Yankee. Uh, he used to pee on his hands to harden. You know. That's you know that? some ball. Yeah, did he shit. not? He didn't wear batting gloves. Is he right? didn't wear batting. Oh, I mean, I don't know. I'm sure he wore something. Oh, I'm thinking of Moises Alou. Moises Alou. Yes. He peed on yes. his hands. But Jorge Posada also yeah. peed on his hands. Yeah. Or I don't know if they actually peed on their hands or they saved pee. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Do they save the pee? Do they refrigerate it or do they the heat it up? Sprinkles. Uh, yeah. The last sprinkles. Oh, yeah. that yeah. Uh, the the shake. The yeah, shake. The shake. It's not not just for your weed anymore. The shake of your pee pee. Uh, uh, the shake of your feet. <laughs> uh, All it takes is the shake. Um, no, I mean, let's be real. Like, uh, Jeter is um, very important. There are so many specific Yankee moments that he was a part of. The flip, uh, crashing into the, the, the crowds. Uh, but his, like, his whole, like, persona uh, is just, like, of a person I, w- like, wouldn't like. Like, he's just, mm-hmm. like pretty bland he's a bland ass dude yeah and the, it's like, in terms of personality and those yankees teams had a lot some guys with personality yeah, and even stuff, though and was didn't like, really. don't have personality yeah, yeah yeah but like like giambi had a lot of person- personality yeah, yeah. a little too much personality yeah um I, this is a random story nothing to do with what we're talking about but i was at a yankee game one time and chuck knobloch was uh, in the field and I and was throwing the ball into famous the yet. <laughs> famous yet. <laughs> Just kidding. Classic. And I was pretty close uh, to the field and I was just being a rowdy teen. I apologize, but I yelled uh, to Mr. Chuck. I said, uh, <laughs> what did I say? I said, I said something about like something with fuck. I remember saying like, like, hey, fucking Chuck. Or like, even though like he was a Yankee, I said something about and he looked at me. I just remember. I just remember that. I just. I, what did I say? I said. I, I said, "Hey, fucking." I think I said, "Hey, fucking Chuck." <laughs> <laughs> and then he gave you the eyes. And I think he just like looked at me because I think that's a weird thing to yell. Because I know I didn't say like, "Hey, Chuck, fuck you." Because why would I say that? But I remember saying something with the word "fuck," and I remember him looking at Chuck me. Chuck the fuck. Chuck the. Or maybe it was like, oh man, there is a special time, I think, when you start to realize. uh, Wait, how old were you? I forgot. I must have been like 12. Yeah, so that's around the time when you start realizing, like, that those are real people. Yeah. 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 And that they also can, like, hear you sometimes if you're, like, at a. At a game. I don't, I don't have a specific memory of that, but I do remember the feeling of, like, seeing like a baseball player or maybe it was like a basketball player or something uh like do something very human like yeah uh, like spill a gatorade and like kind of scurry or something <laughs> and, and it's just like oh wait yeah these are just like human beings whereas before they just like 
get up and are muscly and then they yeah like, they're yeah. idols and yeah. they're a bunch of, yeah they're also like human beings who've like lived such a weird life like they've done the same thing for so long and perfected it and there's just like and then like a lot of a, a majority of their life is like hey <laughs> Chuck Wait, oh, yeah, yeah. I, thought, I thought you were saying that that's what they do. They, oh, no, just no. Like, I'm just most of their life, they just say, hey. The NBA, hey. the NBA, I forgot when it happened, but they tried this, like, experiment where they, like, I think it was, like, the anniversary of a specific arena. So they're, like, for one night only, we're not going to play any music. Like, they took all the accoutrements of, like, modern-day sports. Oh. And they just, like, played, like, what, what, like, a basketball game was like back when the stadium opened up. So right, it was just right. the sounds of the game. And I think you could like look it up on YouTube and you hear Oh every you just oh, hear wow. oh man people talking and just saying shit. Just like this fucking guy sucks. <laughs> like, just like yeah, yeah, it, it's it, it so echoes nuts. and it just like all comes straight towards you. Yeah, man, that's yeah, that's really interesting. I went, I once went to uh, a single A baseball game in Florida. That was the Reds. Like, my family was on vacation in Florida, and we like drove to I think it was Daytona or something like that um, to like a single A baseball game. And no, like there were literally I think. 20 people or less in the stands mm. and you could hear like literally everyone was just sitting at the in the first couple rows you could hear everything that people were saying on the field and then you could also hear like the other fans talking oh about like their day or we're gonna go to the beach tomorrow <laughs> wow. or whatever and i remember it was just so awkward i wanted everyone to just kind of be quiet because <laughs> i felt like embarrassed Which, for yeah, everyone yeah yeah yeah, yeah. And it was, yeah, it was very funny. And that's got to be like, I mean, I'm sure that happens throughout, especially minor league baseball, where yeah. you like, you got to play a game and then there's probably drunk people like, oh yeah, who love hearing the sound of their voice and getting recognition from the the players <laughs> from just or whatever. Like another dude. From the 19 year olds yeah, that are like, on the. <laughs> he's like trying his best. Yeah. Um, and getting paid, you know, $19,000 a year or something. Uh, but if we're talking about Jeets, I do want to talk about Yeah Jeets. Uh, of course. Uh, I mean, sure. Yeah Jeets, I think, is like very important. Uh, and just to yeah, give a little background on exactly. Uh, and yeah correct Jeets me if is. I if I get something wrong, but uh, Yeah Jeets is uh, rumored to be something that uh, Mr. Derek Jeter says. <laughs> uh, and the rumor is, and I don't know how I don't know, I don't know what if, if I'm butchering the rumor, but the rumor is that. Uh, well, uh, at the time, Derek Jeter was a ladies' man and constantly, you know, yes. having women come over. Right. And the rumor is that they would come and that you would have to put their phone in a basket or something. And then, like, they would, and he would always, like, mail them, like, a gift basket or something as a thank you. Yeah. Did he mail it to them or did he give it to them oh, on their way out? Oh, maybe he gave it to them on their way out. <laughs> Which is a <laughs> That's how fun I always thing picture. to be in a cab with, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Big like a plastic yeah. wrap like trying to stuff a <laughs> yeah. fucking weed basket uh and uh so i think there was a rumor going around that one of the one of the ladies that he slept with says that she walked in on him watching well during sex he was saying yeah jeez yeah right that's yeah that's I the, heard as well right yeah. that's the story that i know of is oh. that like when he i always thought that when he climaxed he said yeah jeez <laughs> but oh. i don't know if that was uh, oh if someone said that or if that was a Wait. part of the story or not so the first rumor is that that when he climaxes yeah. when he 
has sex, he says, yeah, Jeets. But then another woman said that she heard him while watching highlights of the game earlier, no, 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 watching no, no, no. himself. And when he saw him do like a play, he said to himself, yeah, Jeets. He was like, so any accomplishment is he was like, a yeah, yeah Jeets yeah, moment. Jeets. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's very climaxing on and off the field. <laughs> yeah, it's a yeah, geez. See, that like the, the climaxing story is like kind of a cartoonishly funny story, but like yeah. it's I think it's much funnier like him sitting and watching highlights in the dark and Agreed. being like, Yeah, cheats. Yeah, cheats. Yeah, cheats. <laughs> Gosh dang it. Yeah, cheats. Jeets. That's very funny. Uh, and yeah, like, and also I feel like, and again, I, 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 I said I didn't like. This is maybe I'm gonna get in trouble with my Yankee friends now, but but like I feel like if Derek Jeter was on another team, Yankee fans would hate him. Oh, absolutely, sure, would yeah, rip him apart. And also, yeah. and also, he wouldn't be Derek Jeter on any other. He would team. not be there. He would just be a fine. He would not. I don't think he'd be a Hall of Famer. I think he would just be. That's what I'm saying. A very good. Yeah. That's that's, that's what I'm saying. And that's why Reed two packed. Uh, whenever I saw a band in New York, I would always be too pecked him. Yeah, because I think uh, maybe you sensed that I thought it was insane. Oh. That, uh, or not, it's not insane, but I think it was just, you know, it's overkill. Oh, all, yeah. All it's of the re like giving, stuff. like It's like giving a guy like Jeter a lot of attention and respect. Yeah. And also, Derek Jeter would have moved to third base or second base. Oh, my God. Probably eight years earlier oh than my he, God. he did. Um. And the fact that a- Alex Rodriguez moved to third, I I could go off on Jeets for a while too. Alex Rodriguez, one of the best baseball players ever, moves to third <laughs> like, base. I'll do it. Yeah. Oh uh, man. And like their whole relationship was such a funny thing. That like, was always interesting. It was always yeah. funny. There was some article I read that the reason why that uh, 2009 team won was because they all unified on hating on a Rod. Like there was like some like locker room shit. Like they all well, hated. What's your thought I mean, on even up to the top? Yeah, even up to the top. Yeah, they were like and hating Jeter, on this. And guy. Jeter was so important to that team because he was the only one that could like connect A Rod to like other people. And he, he was there. He was his bridge. Exactly. What What are your thoughts on A Rod? Because I always thought he got such a bad and unfair shake in New York. Yeah. I, I not that I'm like breaking news or anything. I think it, a lot of people think that. And but. it's so it's it's really funny to bring this up. Like I kind of like a Rod. Like it's I do too. Especially latter day A Rod. Hell, yeah. like oh, hit, like listening to him. This, yeah, man. <laughs> he and I think it's like universal. I think everybody kind of feels the same page. Everyone's just like. He's good at this job. Like yeah. he's just like he is. He cares. He, he cares. He's funny. He's insightful. He's ins- like oh my he God. comes from different a- like angles that uh, you wouldn't expect. And also he's he's truly just the the nuts and bolts of it. He's already good at it. Yeah, yeah. he's only yeah. been doing it for exactly. a couple of years. He does his homework, and you can absolutely tell. Like yeah. it's yeah, it's professional. Absolutely, yeah. Um, yeah. I I always thought that he like it. Just it's it felt weird. That he wasn't a shortstop. It felt it was just like a weird situation that they were like accommodating both of them. It was a weird. It was weird, yeah. but it worked. You know, they got that. And I think, that. ironically, if the the same in a similar way that Derek Jeter wouldn't be Derek Jeter without being on the Yankees. I think A Rod, if he stays on the Rangers or whatever, yeah. He's or, or on the Mariners or whatever. Like I think he's one of the best play. We. Oh, he's wow. he's mentioned with like 
the top players of all time for sure um if he but if he just doesn't if he stays away from the yankees but the yankees I, just kinda, yeah he was definitely tainted yeah it was all i mean he also shouldn't have taken performance enhancing drugs <laughs> that would have <laughs> probably helped. he also got paid yeah. the most money <laughs> the pressure is on yeah um, yeah yeah i mean there's a lot of factors but yeah. Yeah. i want to tell a uh, um, a yankee story that's just like a, a, a an old yankee stadium story that i like to tell people that's all right. Oh, absolutely. Please, I, I was lucky enough to get into Yankee Stadium yeah. the season before they tore it down really? a couple of times. And it was very cool. The old Yankee Stadium was very cool. Oh, yeah. I hate New Yankee Stadium. It's a prison. It's an actual prison. It's, it's a prison, a prison it's a shopping mall. Prison. It's a prison shopping yes. mall. Yeah. It's, it's if, horrid. If they allowed shopping malls in federal prisons. It's like if yeah. it, it's like if. Yeah, it's. Out of a science fiction novel, just like this is this is like the yeah. center for this is like a little <laughs> this is a little harsh. But when I describe it to people, I say if the Nazis won and yeah. built a stadium, 100%. that's what it would be. Hundred percent. The feeling Nazi is stadium. horrible. And like, Anyways, go on. yeah, no, and like and city and also city field is much nicer. Oh god, way more a dream. Fun. Yeah, <laughs> Shake yeah. Shack. Absolutely, this I love Shake Shack. city field. Shake Shack. It's delightful. Um, but uh, old Yankee Stadium was so reflective of like New York, like personality. Like it was just like close, dingy, just like shit was falling apart. And like uh, I just remember being like drunk and just like singing so many times there. Like Aww. it's such a fun place to be drunk. And like you would always like talk to just like, you know. Yeah. You know, people next to you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, so I was at a Yankees Indians uh, playoff game. I forgot uh, which one. And the Yankees won. And we were, and uh, if you remember old Yankee Stadium, like the going back, like in like the, it was like very close quarters. Yeah. Corridors. yeah super, super. And you would just like, that's like the, the biggest change they made from the new stadium was like elevators. Because you would have sure. to just like walk forever in like really close quarters. Yeah, and it's the baseball stadium like switchbacks. Yeah, the, exactly. Like it, it takes just yeah, forever. There's so like every cattle. almost every stadium <laughs> has these. So the craziest thing is like with with old Yankee Stadium, you would have to like you would you would leave if it was like a blowout because like it would take forever to go out. In New Yankee Stadium, you take like a Segway. Like yeah. you like. It, yeah, everyone has takes, a personal driver. So yeah, if you're rich in. enough to get in, then you it's take crazy. a Segway. <laughs> anyway, so I forgot what seri- what year it was, but it was Yankees Indians, and the Yankees won, and it was like I think the second game of this. Like it wasn't like a do or die, but it was still like a, obviously a big win. And there was an Indians fan in front of me, and I'm like yelling, uh, or a Cleveland fan. <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> On this podcast, we do not Please. say we do not say the Washington football team or the Cleveland baseball uh, team. So the, the Chicago hockey team. The Chicago hockey team. So this Cleveland fan is right in front of me, and I'm very drunk, and I'm screaming like, "Let's go!" It's like being very loud and drunk. Like, "Let's go!" And this uh, Cleveland fan, she's a woman. She's like, she's like shorter than me. She turns around. And she's like, if you say let's go Yankees one more time, I'm gonna fucking knock you in the face. Whoa. And I and I was drunk and she turns around and does like a beat and I go, Let's go Yankees. <laughs> and she turns around. <gasps> no. And she takes her arm and she fucking decks the guy right next to me. Just oh fucking my. misses me completely and just punches this Do guy. Do you know in that the guy? Face. Don't know the guy. Oh. <laughs> 
And was he like paying attention to the situation? Not at was all. He, oh wow! Like I'm completely responsible for this situation. And well, goes, she's responsible. Yeah, for it. yeah she's yeah. the one who. Punched and he goes, him. "What the fuck, lady?" And then the dude's the girl, the woman's boyfriend, who was like not a big guy, like the Yankee fan that she punched was much bigger. <laughs> no. The the Cleveland. Oh, um, poor little nerdlinger. <laughs> You described him to a T. Straight up nerd linger, like glasses, just like with like a windbreaker, like an Indian's windbreaker. Just like, 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 Shauna, like, what are you doing? <laughs> uh, Shauna, what have you done this time? And the big fucking Yankee fan goes to the boyfriend. He goes, what the fuck did your bitch just do? Oh, and, they, no. and he starts like barking at him. And he doesn't yell at her. He's yelling at him. Of course. Of course, because, you know. Because yeah. you know the Cleveland yeah. fan is a uh, so uh, it's man so, to man. You got to be man to man in this so, situation. And so I ask you, what did I do in this situation? I am very curious. <laughs> I kept walking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I kept walking, and the two just like started yelling at each other. And he was like, "You gotta control your bitch." You gotta like, he's just oh, like wow. this huge gate. Wow. He punched a monster, man. And he, yeah, I can just see you just like sinking in with the crowd, like, whoop, see ya. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, and it was funny because I was really drunk and she was really drunk. So, like, I, like, both of our eyes never met. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I was yeah. like, let's go, Yankees. And then she, like, looked at me, kind of just like, probably like a little, like, above my head, just, just like, like scanning yeah. behind. You yeah. 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 Time, I'm going to punch you. And I was like, okay, <laughs> let's go, Yankees. And then she just, like, Thought she punched me, but punched like a much bigger man. Oh my oh god! Man, that's great. So hopefully he didn't kill uh, little nerdling. Yeah, yeah. Nerdling. I love nerdling baseball yeah, nerdling. Little nerdlinger. Yeah, because there are Bartmans. There's a lot of yeah. Listening to the radio call or keeping score. Uh, I mean, a little baseball nerdlinger. Yeah. There's yeah. always a few of them, and they always wear windbreakers. I think a hundred percent of the time windbreakers. Always yeah. like windbreakers, like old like '90s windbreakers that have like the script logo like yeah <laughs> yeah yeah well Yanni, you're a great new york city uh sports thank fan thank you very the, much even though i grew up in new jersey but i feel yeah I mean, but i mean no, you're a new york same. city it fan is, of, yeah, yeah. you're well, a fan of nyc have. teams yeah so well um wait i do want to say one thing yes i've met derek jeter twice in my uh, career that's true i, I we did go off on Derek Jeter, and I know, and I personally know that Ashley has uh, fond feelings for the Jeter. nicest, most respectful person mm. out, out of all the baseball players I've met. No one, like, to be as famous as he is and to be so polite. So there was one instance where we're in the fan cave, mm-hmm. Derek Jeter's visiting, um, along with Jorge Posada. And Andy Pettit couldn't make it because he just blew out his shoulder or arm. This is 2012. Uh. So, like, he just injured himself. He wasn't going to make it. Uh, and then a couple – Bernie Bernie Williams was there. And maybe someone else that I can't think of. Anyways, didn't matter. Derek Jeter was there. So, everyone's like, yo, 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 yo. Like, so excited. He gets ushered in by the PR person for the Yankees. He's like, hello, hello, hello. You know, nice to meet you. And he's doing his thing and, like, talking to people and being polite and, you know, whatever. Uh, kissing babies and this and that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then as he leaves, uh, he's being ushered out by the PR person and he's leaving. And because he's being rushed out, he doesn't get a chance to think about it. And then he's we're in a downstairs area. He's being rushed upstairs. He kind of looks at us and like nods, leaves. He comes back down and shakes our hand and says, 
nice to meet you and he knows our names he met us for one second and he was like great to meet you ashley thank you so much great to meet you kyle thank you so much thank you like i mean he just went down the line and i was just like what the fuck this is Derek jeter dude like this is crazy it's the guy yeah and ultimately not to uh completely retract what i was saying before but uh, I do think ultimately when you don't like Derek Jeter, you don't like the hype or surrounding no, and, Derek and Jeter. I get that. Yeah, but yeah. as a person, I get the blandness because he wanted it to be that way. He always yeah. wanted to be like, I don't want my, I'm, I'm, I'm very quiet about my personal life and this yeah. and that. But you know, when you get to meet someone like that in real life, it's like, uh, he's going to be nice. He's going to say hello. And then that's it. He took it to a new level, and I was just like, oh, God, I'm a huge Derek Jeter fan. Like, yeah. this guy rules wow. so hard. It, that goes to so. show you, especially in sports, how, like, you really don't know a person. And it's also you don't you yeah. can't control the image. Yeah. Like, yeah. you can't control. Yeah. Like, Jeter, like, gets this, like, bad reputation of being, like, you know. No, nah, I don't know if he gets a bad reputation. Like. It came out later. Like, yeah, all yeah, that yeah. stuff. And even then, it was just, like, kind of funny. Uh that's very good to yeah. hear. Yeah. Hey, ultimately, I read to peck the hell out of it. I read to peck him, man. And you know After what? that, I know I had hard. my hot take, but like, look in the bottom of my Dude. stomach. <laughs> I yeah, I yeah, jeets to read to peck. I will yeah, jeets read to peck every time. <laughs> well, Yanni, will you stick around to play a quick game? Yes. A quick sports sports game. I have all the time in the Take world. Take a sip of water because you're gonna need it. This game is called what's it called, Ashley? It's called. Put me in, coach. Put me in, coach. Put me in, coach. I'm sick and tired of messing around. Put me in, coach. Put me in, coach. But what the heck should I play? What the heck should I play? Okay. <laughs> Put me in, coach. And the rules are simple. Me or Ashley will name a famous person, character, or thing, and we will all decide what sport they should play I and what it. position slash type of player they would be. So fun. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? So fun. <laughs> Let's get right to it then. Yep. The first one is the Terminator. Wow. From Terminator 2. <laughs> oh, from Terminator 2. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Awesome. So we're talking obviously a big man. Big yeah. man, fast. Fast. Fast and strong. precise. Precise. Very precise. Strong and precise. One doesn't, red eye. Doesn't talk a lot. No. Yeah, not a good communicator <laughs> on the field or off. <laughs> yeah, so. <laughs> also, n- probably not a, g- uh, or I shouldn't say not a good leader, but a lead by example type yes. of yes. player. Yes. He's not going like, to, you know, gonna get like up in your face. You. Exactly. If you do something wrong. Exactly. Not a glue guy. No. And he'll give you a thumbs up, like in the end of Terminator yeah. 2. Yeah, yeah he'll exactly. Give, he'll, he'll reach out. And Was that where he reaches out of the lava? Yeah. His, or whatever like it is? Before he's falling into the lava, he puts his yeah. he makes a thumbs yeah, up. Yeah, thumbs up. So, you know, he'll give you, he'll give you a little bit of humanity. But don't but expect anything more. Um, so, also, what do you think his height is? What do you think Terminator's I'm height? I'd say like a 6'5". A 6'5". Six, six, that yeah. is exactly what I was going to say, 6'5". And weighs probably like... 230, 250. Yeah, the metal. Yeah, Yeah, that's a good point. The metal. Uh, Hmm, interesting. I would say any sport, any position. I have have mine locked in. I have mine too, and I'm very curious. Um, I'll I'll start. Mine is a tight end. 
Oh, very a football good. tight end. Because he's gonna. He's he's great. like a Gronk. I was going to say, Gronk, Gronk is clone. wearing uh, a hard shell, hard outer shell, yeah. exactly. uh, and getting away with it he for whatever a, reason. Is, so. He is a Gronk. He is a guy that's been on the same team for like 12 years and then gets traded like the last year before he retires. Yeah, yeah, to yeah. Like yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then he chases a championship exactly. and wins it. Yeah. Uh, I fully agree. Tight end? Termi- did, what did you have? Terminator Ashley? tight end? I said closer. Oh. Baseball Whoa. closer. Can you imagine facing that? Like no, a, like a John Rocker. You. Well, yeah. yeah, I guess I guess I was kind of imagining a, a racist monster. asshole as the Terminator. Yeah, Terminator is a racist asshole, right? A homophobic racist asshole. Yeah, I mean, so yeah, a John Rocker type. Well, well didn't they like have to like edit a lot of scenes out because the Terminator was like yeah. a massive yeah. racist? <laughs> it's it's racist. kind of the right, only. Cut, yeah, cut. he had a lot yeah. of ad libs about it, which seemed crazy yeah. at the time because he didn't have many lines. You know, the thing I don't like about about this is uh, riding the subway and right next to you there's a freak with blurring hair, kissing boys. All right, so one <laughs> one vote for closer and two votes for football tight end. Uh, let's move on to the next one. The next one, we're moving out of the human realm and into the cartoon realm. Okay. Daria. From the MTV show Daria. of the same name. Did you ever watch Daria? Of course I yeah. did. Daria Morgendorfer. So Daria originated in the Beavis and Bunhead commercials. Commercials. Uh, shows, yes. rather. All right. So, physical attributes. Yes. Uh, small. Small. Small and very slow. Yes. And not enthusiastic. Yes. <laughs> okay. Unenthusiastic. Hates a lot of what's around her, but accepts. And it. I, uh, I must say that there is she does interact with sports in the opening to the Daria show. She's in gym class. Yes. Playing volleyball in a volleyball. Smack gets spiked by her and then a beat later she She puts her hand hand out yes yeah so she's not necessarily a great athlete no she's not a good (laughs) athlete in fact she's actively does not want to be an athlete yeah and she's shown this uh personality wise she's smart very smart and a uh, very good sense of humor, dry, super dry. dry, dry, caring. dry, dry, dry. Cares, cares about cares. friends. Ultimately cares. caring. Sensitive. Yeah. Um, but physically. Yeah. <laughs> so here's the thing. Uh, so it's, it's good. I definitely don't want to put her in the volleyball team because clearly that's not the sport that she yeah, wants Yeah, she to doesn't want to play volleyball. That's, um, that's what's clear. Maybe like head... Head like stone thrower and a curling team. Oh wow! Interesting. You know what I mean? Yeah. See, to me, I was thinking that she would. She probably wouldn't play a team sport. Oh, interesting. I think I went she, the same route. Yeah, I think she would play a, a individual sport that does not. I don't have an answer yet. Uh, I have an answer. Oh, go oh, for yeah. it. I feel like Daria, if she cared about it enough, would care about precision. Mm-hmm. And concentration, so I picked golf. Oh. Amazing! That's a very good. That's Daria, the golfer, really, really, really good. And, Daria, and she's not going to exert herself too much. I think that was a to. common theme. And, and she'll she have small little uh, uh, woos, you know, when oh, she did exactly. a good job. Yeah. yeah. And and you know what? Because as we uh, 
mentioned before, she cares. So I feel like it's a sport where you're just kind of like focused. Yeah. Trying to figure out what's the best. But she also cares about the state of golf (laughs) and taking down the patriarchy. Absolutely. I think she tried to get in the PGA much like Michelle Wee. Yeah. Uh, Who do you think's Dario's caddy? That's Beavis. <laughs> He's responsible Daria. enough, Daria. but crazy enough He's to be Daria. Three iron. Daria. Three iron. I stuck it up my ass. <laughs> All right. I think, I mean, I agree with that. I think uh, golfer is a great answer for Daria yeah, with, with Beavis. Uh, Towing, Beavis caddy. Toe yeah. her bag behind her. Just putting the bag over his head. <laughs> All right. Finally, yeah. the third and final put me in coach, Bernie Sanders. Ooh. Politician. Oh, Senator. Presidential nominee. I am Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders and Tom Hanks. What you've got to understand. Hey, Bernie. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Hanks. Tom, Tom Hanks, come With over here. It's my new favorite conversation now. <laughs> Tom Hanks, let me, let, me, let me smell you real quick. Tom Hanks. Okay, so Bernie is like scrappy. He's a scrappy. Very scrappy. And, yeah. oh, I'd re- be remiss to not mention also that video that went viral yes. during the election where he was sinking free throws. Sinking it. Like over and over again. Yep. My, I mean, my first initial thought went to, like a, again, a basketball uh, reference, Matthew Della Dova. Who this scrappy kind of like, a backup sure. point guard? Yeah, scrappy. like he's not necessarily uh, good at specific like you know offensive abilities. Even though he was singing those shots in that video, but like he's kind of good at defense and he's kind of good on like he'll he'll like surround you and he'll like don't yeah go yeah. Left, don't go and right. and what I uh, <laughs> must say he's definitely a glue guy. Oh. He 100%. wants everyone together, and he wants the you know all 100%. the glory yeah. to everyone. Exactly. He's not a glory boy. That's not number one. Boy. Yeah, exactly. He's a fighter for the. He's a fighter for the bench. Yeah, he's definitely on a bench. Yeah, Whatever he's, he's, he's doing, on a bench. he is on a bench, but like a beloved bench player. Yeah, you know, you know what Bernie's doing? Bernie is holding back the guys when there's a massive dunk on the court. Yes. He's, he's yeah. Holding, yeah. <laughs> He's holding them back. No, no, guys, guys, watch it, watch it. But in a yeah, fun, fun way. way. We like, love it. Yeah. <laughs> like, he kind of plays it up, too, where he's like, whoa, whoa, you're pushing me on the court, guys. Makes everyone catch him as he faints yeah, back, you exactly. know? Yeah, he pretends faints. Yeah, they and then a bird him. flies on his head. Yeah. <laughs> There's a bird. And, and then also, you know, okay, I, I think I know who he is. Okay. Uh I think he is a walk-on college basketball player. Amazing. And he is the bench leader. Yes. And when the game's a blowout and the coach turns to him and says, Bernie, get in there, the fans erupt. The remaining fans, because it's a blowout. Sure. They, they, re- they erupt. You would might even say that they feel the burn. Yeah. They feel the burn. <laughs> and start chanting, burn. we want Bernie. We want <laughs> Bernie. Oh, man. And then Nippo loves your shirt, by the way. I'm sorry. She's oh, really going shirt? ham on it. Oh, um, a little hippo cat visit. Bernie, <laughs> uh, this might be a good time to say that Bernie would have won. Yeah. <laughs> and we're going to end it on that. <laughs> Bernie would have won. You heard it here first. Boards heads and boards boys and boards girls. Uh. Bernie would have won. Yoni, thank you so much. 
Ben for coming Ashley. by Board's headquarters. I had such a awesome, fun time. Again, I could do this forever. <laughs> and, and I knew, <laughs> yes. see, I just knew Yoni, and I knew you were a sports fan, obviously, but I knew you'd come in so hot and understand this <laughs> yep. podcast so well. Oh, yeah. You'd be an ideal guest, and you proved me right. Uh, and uh, if there's a listener out there who's, who like, who's like on the fence about sports, let me tell you something. I, it'd be weird that you're just starting now listening to this podcast. Yeah, you, after about an hour and 15 minutes, yeah. you're still on the fence. You're kind of like one of those people who didn't know if they were going to vote for Clinton or Trump. I just, Not I just, to get too political. Yeah, but yeah. I, like, hear, I hear you. Just, just know that it's a live story that's happening every day in multiple cities that generations of families care about yes <laughs> i mean how down. could you it's, hate anything like that? it's beautiful it's soap operas it is so beautiful uh yoni before we close out mm. i like people to do their native accents oh fine. so if you could do like a hardcore version of a jersey manhattan yeah, accent north, i have north a feeling jersey? you can yeah. yeah north jersey yeah yeah, yeah. and what am i doing with it just, oh, just do it. Just, just like give us a, yeah. a good word that a Jersey person would, or a like, North a, like, person like a North Jersey person would say about yeah. in like New York. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, I'm trying to think of like a specific. It's usually a yelling situation. <laughs> well, it's yeah, just like, I mean, if you're gonna go to New York, it's gonna be someone like, being rude. No. What do you What do you mean the grill's closed? <laughs> What are you yeah. fucking talking about? Oh, man. Let me have a fucking, like, <laughs> bacon, egg, and cheese, please. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. What do you mean the grill's closed? <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's perfect. I thought I you, feel back at home. That is, yeah, that's such a authentic thing. Because you didn't say, hey, I'm walking over oh, here. Yeah. No, no, yeah, no. no, none of that's that. That's a deep cut. That's a, de- that's a deep, that's like a B-side on... The greatest hits of New York. Yeah, if you've ever gotten up from your apartment and walked down to the local corner store yeah. to bodega to pick quick. up a bacon, starving. egg, and cheese, you're hungover. Yeah. You've heard that guy. And the guy's like, "Grills closed, boss." <laughs> you're like, "Boss, yeah, boss." Oh, I'm, I'm out of here. And then you keep going every single day for yeah. the rest of your life until you move out of that apartment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then you go to and then you go to Los Angeles, and then you find out. Every grill is closed. Yeah. <laughs> there are no grills here, baby. <laughs> All right, Yoni, this has been so good. Thank you so much for coming God on. Bless. I'm I hope you're happy. I'm very happy. Uh, are you happy? Yeah. Yeah, I'm fucking happy. Yeah, nice. <laughs> Ashley, are you happy? I'm so happy. This is great, Yoni. Is thank great. you so much. And I'm happy too. This has been a sports, sports. And now, Derek Jeter and Alex Rodriguez talk about IPAs in the shower after a game. I actually only drink IPAs now. I like their taste. You know, I used to like them, but at some point they just got to be too much for me. I love the bitter hops of the Dogfish Head 120-Minute IPA. They taste kind of like syrupy to me. If that makes sense, it's, they got too many flavors. 
Another great IPA is being made by New Belgium. Their rampant Imperial IPA is absolutely delicious. It's just I get a stomach ache if I have more than one. Hi, guys. Hello, CC Sabathia. How are you? Good, Alex. How are you? I'm fine. Hey, CC, what's up? Nothing much, Derek. What are you guys talking about in the shower? We were talking about IPAs. Personally, I love them. Derek used to love them, but he likes them a whole lot less now. Hey, Cece, do you like drinking IPAs? Nah, I actually like Pilsner beers more than any others. <laughs>